Welcome to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast. This is your friendly neighborhood podcast host, Daniel Bauer. Better Leaders, Better Schools is a weekly show for ruckus makers. What is a ruckus maker? A leader who has found freedom from the status quo. A leader who makes change happen. A leader who never, ever gives up. It's December. Half of the 1920 school year has come and gone. And I bet I could predict one thing you're feeling right now. Tired. You've been putting in a lot of work. And I hope, Ruckus Maker, that you've seen the fruit of your labor. But that doesn't change how you feel. You're still probably feeling tired, exhausted. Where has the sun gone? Depending on where you're living, the temperatures have dropped. It's just tough. Winter break is around the corner. I can assure you that things will get better. And in today's show, one of my best friends, Jethro Jones, joins me from the Transformative Principle. And we're going to talk about avoiding burnout. That conversation then takes a turn into personalized communication. And up first will be a wonderful story of how Jethro handled a teacher who had given up on a kid. What did he say? And how did that teacher turn things around? So Ruckus Maker, thanks for being here. And before we jump into the episode, let's take some time to thank our show sponsors. The Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is brought to you by Organized Binder, which increases student active engagement and participation and reduces classroom management issues. Learn more at OrganizedBinder.com. In the mastermind, we believe that questions are better than answers and that there's power in connecting with other elite performers. Kevin, a principal in Tunisia, had this to say about his mastermind experience. I feel more connected to the everyday changes in education. In addition to being more informed, I feel empowered to bring new educational ideas and strategies to my team at my school. We'd love to serve you in the mastermind and welcome your application. Enroll today at betterleadersbetterschools.com forward slash mastermind. And we're back again with Dr. Kelly Crane, expert coach at Better Leaders, Better Schools with another tip of the week. Danny, this tip we have all heard a million times, but it is worth stating again. Get the right people on the bus. It is a hidden Jim Collins gem in his book, Good to Great. He discusses how important it is to have the right people in your organization. So you really need to think about it, figure out who you need in what positions, and then you need to act on it. It's one thing to just think about it, but you do need to act on it. So make sure that you are getting the right people on your bus. Everybody doesn't deserve a seat. And the work we do is important work, probably the most important work of our society. And so it is your moral imperative to make sure that the right people are sitting on the right seats on the right bus. That is so true, Danny. And I will tell you, when you don't have the right people on the bus, it's a disservice to children. And students need to know that we are going to take them to the next level no matter what, and they are going to get the most out of school. So if you have somebody on your staff 
that needs to go find another bus to sit on, help them do that. Hey there, Ruckus Maker. We're joined by one of my good friends. We know him. We love him. Is the famous Jethro Jones of the Transformative Principle coming over to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast to chat education and leadership. Jethro, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Danny. Uh, I'm excited to be on. And you and I talk a lot. We just don't record our conversations very often. So this is this is fun to be able to record it. What if we did? We've discussed some pretty interesting things. <laughs> we we sure have. So I don't know. That would be good. We did do those two-day Q&As for a while, and that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Cool. Well, uh, you know, this probably is sort of a Q&A topic, which would be how to avoid burnout. And since it's December, you know, we're looking at winter break right around the corner. We've already put in a heck of an effort for the first half of the 1920 school year. So Jethro, what story can you bring us to that involves burnout? So I'm sure you've all experienced this either as a teacher or as a school leader. And you get to a point sometimes with certain kids where you're just fed up with them and they're just fed up with you. And I had this experience with a teacher and a student where the teacher was like, you know, I am so done with this kid. No matter what I do, he keeps on jumping in and causing trouble and being disrespectful and all this kind of stuff. And so this teacher came to me and he said, look, I need you to do something with this kid because I can't handle him anymore. And the teacher was basically saying, I'm burnt out. And I thought, you know, that's that's really tough. I'm really sorry to hear that. And then I said, you know what? It actually sounds more like you've given up on him. And that's not who you are. And when I said that, the teacher was like, one, really mad. In fact, I think the teacher swore at me <laughs> because he was he was so bad that I would say that. But when he was feeling burned out, what I had to do was remind him that he doesn't give up on kids. And he understood that. And even though he didn't like to hear it at the time, it gave him pause and he went back to the drawing board to try to find a way to help the, the student out. Now, that's that's a pretty extreme example. And I wouldn't suggest always telling people that they've given up on kids, but I knew that for this teacher, that was what he needed. He needed to hear the worst thing in the world to him that he could hear to remind him what he needs to do to get back and get back on the saddle and go again. And so I think that that piece of remembering why we're doing it is really, really important when we start to face burnout, especially this time of year. It is so stinking busy and burnout can happen at any time. I mean, it can happen in September or even August. So remembering why you do it, I think is the key to overcoming that burnout. And, and in that story, that kid, that teacher worked with that kid again, helped him figure out something that was powerful. And now a couple of years later, that kid is really making a lot of good choices and is doing much better in life in general. And I actually just had the opportunity to talk to that kid the other day, and it still made a huge impact on him. And he still remembers how he felt when that teacher didn't give up and changed what he was doing to help him out. It's a powerful thing, not giving up on someone. In kids, 
they can sense what a teacher thinks. Ruckus makers listening, school leaders, you know, your staff, they can feel how you uh, see them, even if you don't tell them, right? It's just the way you hold yourself. Or if you, if you uh, jump behind a, a desk when they're running, you know, into the office, they know these things, how we feel. So that's, that's important, not giving up. The other thing I really want to uh, highlight for the ruckus maker listening is, is the power of the why. Right. Simon Sinek says, start with the why. I'm big on vision. I know you are too, Jethro. Today's LinkedIn post had to do with what is your why, you know, and I just want to get a discussion going, uh, get people fired up and, and inspired about the school year. Uh, everything we do at Better Leaders is everybody wins when a leader gets better. Everybody wins when Jethro gets better, when you get better. And so that why drives everything. The follow up question I have for you, Jethro. So, you're really good at personalizing what every teacher needs. And like you said, this was the approach you knew this guy could take sort of that Mike Tyson punch out blow, right? It sounds like you've given up, but that wasn't the approach you recommend for every, every staff member or try it out guys, see what happens. It's probably not going to work out so well. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what makes you special then, right? How were you able to know that was his why? How did you approach understanding your people in a very, humane and, and personalized and intimate levels so that you knew what route to go with them. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a really great way to approach this because you have to know them and you have to know what makes them tick. And and what I found is the things that make people really happy or really sad are the things that are most important to them. Because to be honest, most teachers aren't just going to come and say, this is what I need to make me happy and successful. They're going to say that in different ways. And so with this teacher, I had heard him in meetings with other teachers express frustration when they did not, you know, go all out for a kid or whatever. And so I knew that he would be able to handle me saying that because that was really attacking the core of his why. Now, I have another teacher who who is a little bit different and the way that I need to motivate her when when she's feeling challenged is that I need to help her see that she's being unique. If she's just doing everything that every other teacher is doing, that's not what she's there for. And so she needs to do things that were different. And so if I could find a way to remind her that what she's doing is is different, then that helps her a lot to know to get her motivated again. And then I have another teacher. She she really needs to know that she's valued and the words of affirmation is her love language. And so so how did I find that out? I found that out because when she would share stories of positive things in her life, there was this common theme of somebody telling her that what she did was good or that they loved her because of whatever. And so with her own children, with her spouse and with the kids and other teachers she worked with, whenever someone wrote a nice note or told her that she like noticed something, it would really build her up. And so what you have to do as a leader is you have to not just listen to the words people say, but also try to understand the meaning and 
thought process behind what they're saying so that you can get to the details of what makes them tick and what makes them really be motivated. And the the way that I do this is after a conversation with someone, here's what I suggest you do. After the conversation, you think about it and you say, what did that person reveal about themselves through that conversation? And sometimes it's not very much. But if you pay attention to how their face looked, how their eyes looked, how their body language was, you can tell what kinds of things got them excited and what kinds of things they did not enjoy very much. So powerful. And we're reading in the Mastermind uh, Emotional Intelligence 2.0, and we're reading that as uh, the world's greatest virtual book club, too, in the Go community. By the time this airs, we, we're, we've moved on to a new uh, new book. But what I want to honor here, Jethro, is you have very high social awareness. At least I'm, I'm assuming that based on how you are talking and what I know about you. And so I, I really appreciate how you unpack for the ruckus maker listening the degree of external awareness you have. And then so it was, it was things like watching body language, watching um, when somebody's face lit up, what type of things they were talking about or how they told stories. And then very importantly, leaders, a a big challenge is moving from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And it's a hectic pace. You're out of breath, right? And there's not a lot of time built in to reflect. But if you heard what the expert guest today said, Jethro Jones from the Transformative Principle, he paused, he spent some time in reflection, and he thought about what that interaction Told, told him about the person he serves as leader. And he jotted that down in some type of uh, note. And that is exactly what you know, high-level, world-class leaders do. And I, I just want to applaud you on that, Jethro. Well, thanks. And you know, it's upon reflection, it's a lot easier to parse out the things that I'm doing than it is in the moment. So if you're not at that level right now, then don't feel like you're a failure or you're not doing the best that you can, because I, I'm certainly not perfect at it. But what I found is that when I when I take the time to reflect and think about my interactions with people, then that's when I see some growth in myself and some and some ability to understand what it is that is pushing them. And and that's just so important because the, the reality is we're working with people, right? We're not working with widgets or machines or anything like that. We're working with people who have feelings, who have hearts, and a kind word or a challenging statement from us can have a huge impact. And one of the things that has really brought that to my forefront is, you know, having done this principal gig for some time now, I've had people who've come back to me later and say things like, man, when you did X, Y, or Z, it really impacted me. And I'm like, I have no idea what this person is talking about. And what we do matters and people pay attention, both as teachers and as principals and as superintendents and every other leadership position we could have. What we say does impact the lives of the people that we're working with. So I've got a, a brief story about a, a negative situation where when I was a, a principal, I had a former student who was now a parent in my school. And I didn't remember her. And 
and she came in and was talking to me about her daughter. And she, at the end of the conversation said, you don't remember me, do you? And I said, I'm sorry, honestly, I don't. And she said, you were my uh, English teacher in ninth grade. And I was like, well, that's great. I'm, I'm honored. Thank you for remembering me. That, that means a lot. And then I got brave, but also scared at the same time. And I said, well, what did you remember about me and, or about my class? And she said, well, I don't remember much, but I do remember that you took my phone away and it made me really mad. And that moment made me recognize that the impact that we have on others and to think that this girl who... If you're anything like me, you are slaving away as an educator. And this girl, all she could remember from all the effort that I put into that school year was that I took her phone away. And that was how she remembered me. And I got to tell you, man, that hurt because this goes back to what's valuable to me is I don't want to be just the guy who takes phones away. I want to make a real impact in kids' lives. And with that girl, I think it was pretty obvious that I failed. So I worked really hard to make a positive impact in her daughter's life. And I hope that I did that. But, you know, only time will tell. And hopefully that daughter doesn't remember me for taking away her phone also, right? (laughs) Phone's a powerful thing, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Better Leaders, Better Schools is proudly sponsored by Organized Binder, a program which gives students daily exposure to goal setting, reflective learning, time and task management, study strategies, organizational skills, and more. Organized Binder's color-coded system is implemented by the teacher with the students, helping them create a predictable and dependable classroom routine. Learn more and improve your students' executive functioning and non-cognitive skills at organizedbinder.com. Well, Jethro, I appreciate those insights on avoiding burnout and then the conversation sort of turned to really uh, knowing your people at at a deeply intimate level and knowing exactly this is more actually about personalizing communication uh, and and how you uh, lead those you serve. One thing that we mentioned in the pre-chat is something that you've been working on called the the five steps to single focus school improvement plan. I may have messed that up, but can you uh, clarify the title if I got it wrong and tell us a bit about what that is? Yeah, no problem. I'm not in love with the title, but what I found is that as educators, we are going crazy, focusing on so many different things. And so what I do is I help school leaders figure out just one thing to focus on that'll make the biggest impact in their school. And so I go through a process with them where we identify strengths and opportunities for growth. We determine what metrics we need to determine the one area we're going to improve. And then we make sure that there's ongoing accountability and support and a PE plan for the whole entire year. Now, that's a ton that I just shoved at you. But what that those five steps lead to is a principal looking at one thing that they need to be working on every single day to make sure that they're going to meet their goals throughout the year. And so that's what I'm, I'm working on. I, I love doing it. I've done it with a, a couple other principals over the years. And We've seen some really amazing results, like my friend Kimberly, who really wanted to increase parent involvement in her school. And the way that she, the one thing she knew she needed to do to do that was to engage parents on social media. And so over time, you know, that one thing every day didn't take a lot of time, wasn't a big deal. 
it wasn't the main thing she was doing all the time, but it was the one thing she was doing. So at the end of the year, she got a school communication award from her district. And she also had the highest scores in the district in reading. Now, are those two things, you know, completely dependent upon each other? No. But when families were engaged, when they knew what was going on in the school, they took more of an interest and it resulted in their students performing better because they were doing a better job of being involved in the school. And so she knew that that's where her parents were. That's what her parents were doing. And that was a really powerful lesson for her to be able to do that. So, so anyway, so if you're interested more in that, you can go to transformativeprincipal.org slash five step, and then we can talk about how to help your school accomplish some great things by focusing on something very small. Awesome. So uh, check out that, that URL. And then I guess um, it starts a conversation with you, Jethro, about next steps. That's right. Yep. Cool. Well, let's talk mastermind too. You know, I, I've got one and you've got one, which uh, people I think are aware of. And I want to bring that up because it's not a competition for us. It's a collaboration. And there's more school leaders than both of us could serve, right? And you know that I have Kelly on the team now and there'll be more uh, expert co-coaches leading with me as well in the future. And then you're doing your thing. And I know others are, are thinking about it as well. And so I know the, the idea is a winning idea. What attracts somebody to work with me might not be the same school leader that wants to work with Jethro. That's okay. And sometimes it's a thing about time when, you know, when is the cohort uh, offered? And that is a very important piece of the puzzle to solve as well. Uh, but mastermind is so important. And, and going back to, um, as we were just even discussing uh, personalized communication, that thing, and you said, uh, you know, it's, it's been really helpful to reflect and parse that out. Uh, I'm sure you can relate, but when I coach leaders one-on-one or in the mastermind, just holding that space where people, where leaders, where ruckus makers can hit pause and reflect and talk it through with other leaders that understand the chair that they sit in and are cheering on for their success, but not afraid to uh, give them the, the hard, candid feedback. It sounds like you've stopped caring, right? To push them forward. That's, that's part of um, you know, what we provide. But you know, from your perspective, Jethro, why is, why is the mastermind such a winning idea that listeners really need to consider as an integral, like maybe foundational part of their professional development journey. Yeah, I was in a uh, Facebook group checking something and saw somebody say, what's the best professional development that's had the biggest impact on your career as a school leader? And for me, that answer is simple because the mastermind is really the only place where you force yourself to stop on a very regular basis every single week and think and process what you're doing. and. It's a place where you have accountability. It's a place where you have support and friends who who all they care about is your success. Now, in your own district or school community, there could be some people who don't want you to succeed and who could lay traps for you to, to step into something so that you don't look good. And in the mastermind, there's none of that because we're all just there to help ourselves and others succeed. And so it is incredibly powerful. And you talk about those tough conversations with people. And let me tell you, that has been 
so incredibly powerful. I had one person who who was talking about you know the struggles she was facing in school and and what she was going through and the things that she was doing and you know we basically just said like everybody on the team said you are setting yourself up for failure <laughs> and she was like what out i thought i was have support here yeah and that like, is no, support right just so, that is yeah it just doesn't always feel good and i'm being harsh in my stories today but i i just gotta <laughs> Sorry, say like but your plans suck it, <laughs> yeah and so you know so we told her this and she was like, ow, okay, so what do I need to do? And then we gave her a better plan and she came back the next week and she was like, oh, thank you so much. I would have died if I went through with that original plan. And, and it was just amazing. And she was so grateful in the end because she knew that we were there for her. We weren't there for her image or anything else. We were there for her. And that's what she just loved about it. So, you know, I totally agree with it being so powerful. And like you said, it's a collaboration. You and I trade ideas all the time. And all my mastermind members are part of your Go community. And that is just a powerful, what you and I are doing, I think is incredibly powerful and so helpful. And so I just, I love it. And it's great. And it's so powerful for for schools and for their communities to really make, as you say, everybody gets better when the leader gets better. So I, I should have come up with that tagline first, but it's yours. So that's all right. <laughs> you know, uh, in the Alt MBA, there's this saying to steal like an artist because all great artists steal, right? And then you make it your own. And so, um, you know, that, that quote I heard at the Global Leadership Summit and, and the, the lead facilitator shared it, you know. And so I, I took it because it deeply resonated with me and then just added to it. I wanted to make it more personal. That's why I say everybody wins when Jethro gets better or you, Ruckus Maker, that's listening, get better. But the leadership tip there is that you don't have to reinvent the wheel, as they say, right? When there's good stuff, grab it, make it yours, put your spin on it. And that's the same thing. Mastermind, uh, they've been talking about that since like the Dale Carnegie days, you know, and this is a idea that's been around for uh, at least a hundred years. People have been getting together, and at the core of it, it's a it's a decision making group, it's a leadership group, it's a eradicate blind spots group. You know, uh, it's for it's for people who want radical candor. Who here's who it's for, Jethro. <laughs> we won't name any any of these conferences. And Ruckus Maker, uh, don't tweet out the name, but reflect. Have you ever been to a conference and the majority of the sessions offered little value? Another handful, good portion of the sessions, you felt like you could have facilitated better given a five-minute warning. And then maybe you got some value from one session and maybe not, right? That's who the mastermind's for. The person who is a top performer who's hungry, who wants to continue to learn and is just not, is not available, you know? And so we get those world-class performers in the same room and have them push on each other and see what happens when they create some tension and when they're candid with each other or ask these reflective questions. And what I've experienced, and I'm sure Jetto would agree, you know, you get the right people in the room and magic 
is created as a result. Absolutely. 100%. And what's so cool is that, is that there's no presentation. There's no like sit and get. It's all what problem are you facing today and how can we help? And that's where the magic is. Mm. Yeah. Very, it's weekly. It's very personalized. Uh, you deserve it, Ruckus Maker. And, you know, we accept purchase orders or there's a lot of people that pay out of pocket, but it's such an investment in yourself and your decision making and your mindset and uh, definitely worth exploring. So uh, Jethro, where can people find out more about your mastermind? So transformativeprinciple.org slash mastermind. Great. And if you would like to join one of our cohorts, uh, please check out betterleadersbetterschools.com forward slash mastermind. So Jethro, you've been a guest before. We've talked marquees. We've talked how you build your school and all that stuff. So where I want to end is just to thank you so much for being a part of today's podcast. And of everything we talked about today, what's the one thing you want a ruckus maker to remember? Remember the power that you have to affect people's lives for good. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. Until then, class dismissed.